Welcome, welcome, Year 5. Welcome to our podcast. Now, all the read-alouds of Year 5 will be recorded here. So the first book that I'm going to read aloud for you here, guys, will be the third book of the Fudge series, Super Fudge. We all read the book Tales of a Fourth Grade Nuffie, where we learned a little bit about Peter Hatcher and his cute, crazy little brother, Farley Drexel Hatcher, but we all call him Fudge, right? So the first book, we learned that Peter got a pet who was a turtle, right? Dribble. But Dribble died because Fudge swallowed it, right? But in the end, Peter got a new pet, it was a dog. And he named him Turtle, so he could always remember Dribble. We are not going to read the second book because the second book of the series is about Sheila and yeah, she's not as interesting as Fudge, right? And the third book that we are going to start today is Super Fudge. This third book of the series, mm, the Hatcher's family is going to have a new addition in the family. Yeah, Peter and Fudge, they're going to have a new baby in the family. Is it going to be a girl? Is it going to be a boy? Well, you have to stay tuned to find that out. All right, so hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Super Fudge, written by... Judy Bloom. Chapter 1. Guess what, Peter? Life was going along okay when my mother and father dropped the news. Damn, just like that. We have something wonderful to tell you, Peter, Mama said before dinner. She was slicing carrots into the salad bowl. I got one. What is it, Mom? I asked her. I thought maybe my father has finally been made president of the company. Or maybe my teacher phoned, saying that even though I don't get the best grades in the fifth grade, I am definitely the smartest kid in the class. We are going to have a baby, Peter, Mama said. We are going to what? I asked, starting to choke. <coughs> Dad had to whack me on the back. Tiny pieces of chewed up carrots flew out of my mouth and hit the countertop. Mama cleaned them up with a sponge. Have a baby, my father repeated. You mean you're pregnant, Mom? I asked her, still not believing what I heard. Yeah, that's right, Peter, she told me patting her belly. Almost four months now. Four months, Mom. You have known for four months and you didn't tell me? Oh, we just want to be sure, my father said. Hmm. And it took you two four months to be sure about that? You didn't see your belly growing? Ah, I saw the doctor for the second time today, Mama said. The baby's due in February. She reached over and tried to tussle my hair. I ducked and got out of the way before she could touch me. I was mad. Dad took the lid of the pot on the stove and kept mixing the stew that he was cooking. 
Mom went back to slicing her carrots. You would have thought that we were discussing the weather, not about a new baby in the family. How could you? I said. How could you do that to me? Is, isn't one enough? They both stopped what they were doing and looked at me. I kept Ryan shouting at them. Another fudge. That's what this family needs. I turned around and walked down the hall. Fudge, my four-year-old brother, was in the living room. He was shoving crackers into his mouth and laughing like crazy at Sesame Street on TV. I looked at him and I thought about having to go through it all over again. All the kicking and the screaming and the crying and the masses and more. So much more. I felt so angry that I kicked the wall. Fudge turned. Hi, Pita, he said. You are the biggest pain ever invented, I told him. He tossed a handful of crackers at me. I raced to my room and slammed the door so hard that the map of the world fell off the wall and landed on my bed. My dog, Turtle, barked. Ruff, ruff. I opened the door just enough to let him squeeze through and then I slammed it shut again. I pulled out my Adidas bag out of the closet and I emptied two dresser drawers into it. Another fudge, I said to myself. You're going to have another fudge because one is not enough. There was a knock at my door. And Dad called. Peter, go away, Dad, I told him. I'd like to talk to you, son, he said. About what? As if I didn't know it was about the baby. The baby? What baby? Oh, you know what baby, Peter. But we don't need another baby, Dad. I'm sorry, Peter, but needed or not, the baby's coming anyway. So you might as well get used to the idea. I will never get used to the idea of another fudge. All right, we'll talk about it later, my father said. In the meantime, scrub up. Go wash your hands. It's time for dinner. I'm not hungry. I zipped up my bag, grabbed a jacket, and I opened my bedroom door. No one was there. I marched down the hall, and I found my parents in the kitchen. I'm leaving, I announced. I'm not going to hang around waiting for another fudge to get born. Goodbye. I didn't move. I just stood there, waiting to see what my parents would do next. Okay, Peter, where are you going exactly? Mama asked. She took four plates out of the cabinet and handed them to Dad. I'm going to Jimmy Fargo's, I said, although until that moment, I had not thought at all where I was going to. Peter, they have a one-bedroom apartment. You would be very crowded in there, my mother said. All right, then, I'll go to Grandma's house. She'll be so happy to have me. Sorry, but Grandma went to Boston for the week. She's visiting Aunt Linda. Oh, I didn't know that. So why don't you scrub up and have your dinner? And then you can decide where to go, Mama said. 
I didn't want to say that I was hungry, but actually, I was starving. And all those good smells coming from the cooking pots and pans on the stove were making my mouth water. So I dropped my Adidas bag and went down all the way to the bathroom. Fudge was there. He stood on his stool, lathering his hands with three inches of suds. Imagine all the bubbles. Hello, you must be Bert, Fudge said in his best Sesame Street voice. My name is Ernie. Glad to meet you. He gave me one of his sudsy little hands. Roll up your sleeves, I told him. You're making a mess. Look. Mess, mess, I love to make a mess, he sang. Oh, I know. I do know, Fudge, I told him. I just ran my hands under the faucet and dried them on my jeans. When we got to the table, Fudge arranged himself in his chair. Since he refuses to sit in his booster seat, he has to kneel so that he can reach his place at the table. Pita didn't wash his hands, he said. He only rinsed with water. No soap, mommy. Over you, little, I start to say. But Fudge was already yapping away to my father. Hello, I'm Bert. You must be Ernie. That's right, my father said, playing along with his joke. How are you, Bert? Mm, I'll tell you, Fudge said. My liver is turning green and my toenails are falling off. I'm sorry to hear that, Bert, my father said. Maybe tomorrow will be a better day. Yes, maybe, Fudge said. I shook my head and I piled some mashed potatoes on my plate. Then I drowned them in gravy. Mom, remember when we took Fudge to Hamburger Heaven last year? I said. And he smeared the mashed potatoes all over the wall? I did that, Mommy? Fudge asked. Oh, yes, I told him. And you dumped a plate of peas on your head, too. My mother started to laugh. Oh, I have forgotten all about the day, Peter. Hmm. Too bad, Mom. You didn't remember about that day before you decided to go and have another one. Baby? Fudge asked. My mother and father looked at each other. Oh, oh, I got the message. My parents had not told Fudge the good news yet. Yes. Mama said, We are going to have a baby, Fudgy. Tomorrow? He asked. No, not tomorrow. Then when? Fudge asked. February. January, February, March, and April, May, Jude, July. Fudge started to sing. Okay, okay, Fudge, we all know how smart you are. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Enough! I said, but he didn't stop. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, R, B, Y, Z, X. Will somebody please turn this kid off? I said. Fudge was quiet for a few minutes. Then he finally said, Mommy, what kind of new baby will it be? Oh, let's hope it's just not like you, Fudge, I said. Why not, Peter? 
I was a good baby, wasn't I, Mummy? Oh, you were an interesting baby, Fudgy, Mama said. See, Pita, I was an interesting baby, he said. And Peter was a sweet baby, Mama said. He was very quiet. <laughs> Lucky you had me first, Mom, or you might not have had any more kids. Was I a quiet baby too? Fudge asked. I wouldn't say that, my father answered. I want to see the baby, Fudge said. You will. But I want to see the baby now. You cannot see it now, Dad said. Why not? Because it's inside me, Mama told him. Oh gosh, here it comes, I thought. The big question, how babies are made. When I asked, I got a book called How Babies Are Made. I wondered what Mom and Dad would say to Fudge now. But Fudge didn't ask. Instead, he banged his spoon against his plate and screamed, I want to see the baby! I want to see the baby now! I'm sorry, Fudge, but you have to wait until February, just like the rest of us. Now! Now, now, now! Fudge kept screaming. Oh my god, another five years of this, I thought. Maybe even more. And who's to say that they are not going to keep on having babies, one baby after the other? Excuse me, I said, finally getting up from the table. I went to the kitchen and I got my Adidas bag. Then I stood in the doorway and I called, well, well, I should be on my way. And I kind of waved goodbye to my parents. Where is Peter going? Fudge asked. I'm running away, but I'll come back to visit someday. No, Peter, don't go. Fudge jumped off his chair and ran to me. He grabbed my leg and started bawling. Pita, take me with you. I tried to shake the kid off my leg, but I couldn't. He can be really strong. I looked at my mother and father. Then I looked down at Fudge, who gave me the same look as Turtle does when he's begging for a cookie. <laughs> If only I knew for sure what the new baby would be like, I could stay, I said. Just take a chance, Peter, Dad said. The baby won't necessarily be anything like Fudge. Well, but it won't necessarily not be like him either, I answered. Fudge tugged at my leg, stronger. I want an interesting baby, he said, just like me. I sighed. If you think it's going to sleep in my room, you're both crazy, I told Mom and Dad. The baby sleeping here, Mama said, in the dining area. Okay, but where are we going to eat? I will think of something, Mama said. I put my Adidas bag down and I tried to shake Fudge off my legs one more time. Okay, fine, I said. I'll stay for now, but when the baby comes, I'll see. If I don't like it, I'm leaving. Me too. Fudge said, Sam got a new baby and it smells. He held his nose. Yeah. Who wants dessert? Dad asked, trying to change the subject. It's vanilla pudding. I do, I do, Dad. Fudge yelled. He let go of me and climbed to his chair again. Peter, 
Would you like some? My father asked me. Sure, why not? So I sat down at the table too. Mama reached over and tussled my hair. And this time, I let her. Right, you're five. That's the end of chapter one. I hope you enjoy it. Well, in this chapter, we learned about the big new, right? Peter's mom is going to have a new baby. And I'll go back to my first question. Let's make our predictions. Do you think it's going to be a boy or a girl? Let's think about that. So, what is going to be your job? You're going to get your literature log. Okay, remember that it's half of your ELA notebook by today's date and the title of the book. The title of the book is Super Fudge. Don't forget to write the author's name. That is Judy Bloom. Below the line, you're going to write chapter one. Guess what, Peter? And write a quick summary of what happened in today's chapter. Also, remember to include what was your favorite part and don't forget to explain why that was your favorite part, okay? See you next time on Chapter 2. Bye!